get some tiny tables going. <laughs> You good? Everyone good? We're ready? Okay. What's up guys? It's the Vision Podcast. We're back again. We've got a very special guest. Um, we've got Mike. I'll let him introduce himself in a second. As well as I'm one half of the Vision Podcast. I'm Des. And this is my amazing co-host, JT. Second half. In yeah. the cut. You already know. So, without further ado, I'll let him introduce himself. Please let the people know who you are. What you do. Like, please let them know. Um, obviously, Mike Robert. You know what I mean? Uh, artist. Producer. Yes sir, yes sir. So we had you come on in the past. It was it's been quite a while, I remember yeah. when we had you on. It was probably one of my favourite episodes today. I can remember it like it was yesterday because yeah. it was so vivid because it was just so real, so honest. So it just felt like we we're having a normal conversation, like we we're on a phone call or something. It didn't feel like we were recording everything, it just felt very authentic. So when I was thinking about who do I want to get onto the pod, who do I want to bring on that can bring an impact, who do I want to bring on in person, we can really like break bread, I thought, you know what, who better than to, to get Mike on? I think you'd sent me a message about something about one of the episodes you'd listened to or that you caught and you liked, and I was like, oh my goodness, I completely forgot, like, why, why haven't I chatted to jump on? Um, and you were really receptive to come on, as so I thought, no, let's do it, let's do it. Um, so in that, before we get to the topic of the episode, how's it been, ever since we last had you on, how, how has life been, what has changed, what have you been able to learn, what have you been formulating, cooking up, creating. I know you've released some music and I'd love you to touch on that. But what's that been like, that the creative process? Um and we, we spoke in November, innit? Yeah, it's been November. Was it? <sighs> it was, it was one of November, November, December or January, right? Yeah. I think it was around one of those it's months. November, January, yeah. So yeah, I think then I was obviously in third year. Yeah. Um Yeah, obviously since then I've I've put out two singles, but you were most importantly obviously done with uni. Yeah, I mean, yeah. graduated and that so Yes sir. Like for me that whole uni gen like it was it was tough. It was tough yeah. but I have to give all glory to God in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because yeah. I was stressing. Like, <laughs> anyone, anyone that does uni, you know that like stressing it, just stress yeah. in general. So sure. yeah man all glory to God. But obviously um with the music side I've been cooking up. I've been mm. I've been cooking up, um, but I released two singles, I think one in August and then one this month, okay, first September, and I'm going to release, I think I might do one more for the year, and that one's called Breathe Again, but that one there, I'm touching on a few things. Yeah, yeah, okay. I don't even know if I'll, I might play you guys a preview off camera or on camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That one there, you know when I said, I don't know if you saw my story yet, but I was like, I'm shifting my sound. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm trying to say because I'm not trying to do. I like the hip hop thing, the old school hip hop. But I'm like, you know, Montel. I think his name is Montel Fish. Montel Fish, yeah, yeah. Like, no five vibe. Yeah. Like, Aaron. Yeah, I mean, like, you know what it's like. You feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. the one I'm releasing, I produced that one. Okay. So it's more my type of thing. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm good with it. Obviously, it's exciting. Yeah. It's exciting, bro. Nah, that's good, that's good. Nah, I'm excited, I'm excited to hear it. Ever since I heard Breeze when it first came out, it was like, whoa, my goodness, I never knew this. Like, I knew you, you spit every now and then when I used to see you in school, like in the canteen and that, they get you to spit every now and then. It was just a little, little thing, little, little key thing. <laughs> and to see you now, like, actually probably making music, you know, it's amazing. It's, 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 what is that creative process like in, like, making a song? Um, to be honest, you see me, I'm a little bit unorthodox. I'm the only one in the studio. Like, there's no... Right. 
Because this is like a garage, isn't it? Yeah, okay. Oh my god, so it's like, I go in there, it's like 10 o'clock, set up the little um, interface, computer, all of that, and then uh, logic. I engineer myself. Wow. Um, I sort the levels out, and then yeah, I just start writing. Sometimes it's to the beat, sometimes I've literally done it before maybe I'm in the toilet or in my bed or whatever. I'm just, and then I come there prepared, and then usually it's either three or maybe four songs I might do uh, from 10 to like 12 a.m. and that's my process. It's One man band, just everything. Ah, all glory to God. <laughs> no, literally, yeah. because it's like the way I am, anyways, I'm really like low key. I don't really like, you know, when people go to the studio and I'll get like, oh, okay, I want the man to I want everyone to come through it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, nah, for me, I don't need an engineer because I. I understand like music and I've got a musical ear, I guess. So it's like once I set up the mic and I've got everything prepared. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to say yeah. like with anything, like for example with you, if it's track and it's like yo, I've got a train and no one's around, yeah. You're gonna do that. If it's uni, mm -hmm. you're like, yo some people they do study groups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. like it okay. works, but you, you have to balance it with study groups, man. You have to have that time by yourself from like sometimes you go to the library with some people, it's like it's not even serious. So uh, for me I'm just like, okay, I'll go in there, do what I've got to do and then get out. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. You know what I'm trying to say? So yeah, that's my creative process really. I learned to take I'm glad that you kinda of referenced that. I learned to take joy and I learned to do things on my own. I came out of a training group. I'm not in this setting anymore, but for the last say two, two and a half, three years I've been I was training on my own, just me, my coach. And sometimes it would just be me. Mm. I'd have to go to the gym. At the time, I don't know. When I first started, I wasn't necessarily driving, so I'd walk down to the gym from my house. I live, I live near like. Um, oh, I don't want to get out. I don't want to get out. I was close. I was like, I don't want to get out. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. I live kind of far away from my gym, so I'd, I'd have to walk down this hill and then get there, and then after training, I'd have to walk, go back home, and then go to the track. And I was just doing this all on my own, and then I'd go to the track and do my session, and then I'd go home, and the whole day I haven't really interacted with anyone. It was all kind of me on my own, and I resonate with that in that process, and it kind of taught me to be more independent. And I wasn't. It, uh, some people, in terms of track, in terms of training, they need is other people to kind of push them. I'm someone that because I've had both ends of the stick, I've had groups and I've been able to train my own. Whatever environment I'm put in, I'm going to be able to train pretty much the exact same way. Mm -hmm. Of course, as the levels go up, you need training partners. Where I'm going to now, I need training partners, and, and that's good. I understand the benefit of it. But for the time that I was in, even though it probably wasn't ideal, it was something that taught me a lot. Mm -hmm. So being able to have your craft and being able to be there in your own, on your own, obviously with the presence of God, God willing, and you're just able to go there and just flow and be in that place and do what it is that you need to do. There's, it's, there's a lot of joy that comes from that feeling. Mm -hmm. Like many times when I'm just there, it's just me on the track, no one else is on the track, it's just me, I'm just running. I'm able to think like logically, what am I doing, what am I trying to do? There's there's a real joy in that mm -hmm. because those are the times when you really realize like, I love this. Mm -hmm. This isn't dependent on anybody else or anything else. I'm doing this because I love it yeah. and because I enjoy it. And whether someone's here or someone's not, it doesn't matter because I'm here doing it, what it is that I love. In those times when you are on your own, that's when you get to know whether or not you really enjoy doing the things you do or whether or not you're just doing it for the sake of someone's approval or because someone else is watching you do it. Mm -hmm. Some people like doing things because other people are seeing them do the things that they're doing. Right. Right. If you can be there doing it, no one sees you, no one even knows that you're doing it, that's when you know you enjoy it. Because no one's forcing you, you're not forced to be there, you're not obligated to be there, you're just doing it because you enjoy it.
So it's good that you can get into that place because I can imagine it's a very uh, it's a very personal experience. You you have emotions and feelings and thoughts that you're trying to like put into a song, put in, communicate in a way that it suits to be. It suits them. Whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, it's trying you're trying to convey a message to an audience or to a beat and trying to get it to flow and, and that's an intricate process mm-hmm. that, that you go through with that so I, I massively commend you with that I think I think that's amazing in terms of as a believer making music that represents Christ but also is personal to you in terms of who you are how have you found merging those two things together because I know some artists in the secular world they're able to just talk about whatever they want because obviously to how they see life, their values are completely different. But as a believer, in terms of what you know, in, in your journey with Christ, in terms of making music, that process of everything, how have you found that process of trying to make something that honors the Lord, but also is a representation of who you are? Um, at first, I was a little bit, not skeptical, but I was like, um, you know that Christian rap, like the whole Christian rapper thing, like, yeah. you know that crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't want to fall into that, but at the same time, it's not my truth. It's just the truth in it. Like, obviously, I am Christian, yeah, and obviously I do music, so it's like I have to make people understand. But also, I'm still speaking about real experiences, and we're still we're still human. So that's how I approached that first. I can't lie. What I was writing about was more towards the girl situation because it's like obviously I just came out of secondary school, college, or whatever. So. I was speaking to what was happening, but then during probably like my last or the year before my last year of college, it was me and God. So I spoke about those personal experiences, you know, mm-hmm. kind of say like being on your own, being independent. So for me, um, it wasn't hard. It was more like I had to drift away. I had to finish the whole girl situation and then kind of just now, obviously where my life was going anyway, to speak about that. Obviously at the moment, sometimes I find myself writing, I'm like, why am I still writing about that things that don't really matter? Mm. Like things that are really like, cause I can speak about fickle situations all day, but obviously people need to hear the gospel anyways. Mm, yeah. So I still go to church on Sunday. If I'm getting a word, I'm like, I'm gonna put that in. Like, I've got yeah. plenty of songs that speak about, um, real i guess situations that going in church or just in a christian's life but at the same time it's like i still get the odd few where it's like i'm, I'm annoyed you know what i'm saying so i'm speaking about maybe this this or the other so i just try to make sure i stay on subject because some people they can keep writing and it's just off like they keep deviating to just off topic like it's just four topics in one so i try to stay on topic and also stay true to obviously being a Christian, but obviously in the times that we live now, I think it's really important to talk about everything that's crazy that's going on, really. Yeah. The last last days, really, we're living yeah. the last days, so I'm like, I think it's more important to be a messenger, in it. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's literally my name, and like, that's why I was named Michael, so I can't really, wow. yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. literally it. No, it's yeah. powerful. A lot of people, I love that you touched on that, that Christian rap, because that that conversation is had so many times. Mm-hmm. What is it about 
what is it about it that you don't want to be you don't want to be put into that box? Because I understand where you're coming from. Some people take it the wrong way. They're like, oh, are you are you um, afraid of being labelled as a believer and that happens to do music? And I, I don't think that it's that. It's like I don't think anyone would want to be just put into a box. Like if, if everyone just went around categorising people, oh, you're a Christian, you stay in this box. Yeah. Like that's, that's not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one wants to have a box like mentality. So mm-hmm. what is it about it that you you don't want to just be labelled as such? I would just say that what you said, like being in a box, I'm like, I do music. You know what I'm saying? Like, I grew up on a lot of different genres, so I can't really. Okay, there's two things about it. Like, there's some Christians that they hear trap music. Not even just trap music, but anything that's trending, like Drew or whatever, and they'll be like, right, I'm going to do that because that's trendy. And I think that'll speak to people more. It's like, you know, like, I won't say youth pastors, but there's some pastors out there. It's like they want to change their clothes, not just um, physically, but like in terms of how they are. And then be like, I wanted to suit young people. I wanted to suit like a certain type of people. You don't have to change who you are. Like God didn't change, so it's like, why are you changing? So like, for me, it's like my music. I don't want to now jump and drill because drill is trendy and be like, okay, I'm gonna do. Christian rap intro, so then it speaks more. And to anyone that does it, that's cool. Like if you're into that, that's cool. But if you're jumping on it for the reason, of, then I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't really get that. But if it's, oh, I wanna jump on what's trendy and speak to people through that, then I don't know about that. But in what I do with how my music sounds, that's more personal to me. Mm-hmm. So I just keep it personal to me. Like if it's uh, synth wave or if it's lo-fi and I blend it, I think that's still music. It's, I'm trying to make something that's different but it's obviously still unique. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm like, as long as I stay true to who I am and I'm talking about things that are not fickle in terms of even Christianity, like Christianity, because I can talk about the things that are just general, but if I talk about really like detailed, like detailed issues, then they're true to me. It's just being true to yourself, really. Mm-hmm. Like, not going to a full on, but it's just being truthful to yourself. So, you know, I get all the trends because even on TikTok, it's like you have to actually do a trend. It's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not one day, I'm like, <laughs> there's templates where it's like, this is the template that's trending. Mm-hmm. So if you do that, it could make your platform grow so it's like I get if people want to jump on drill or they want to jump on whatever to last in music because mm-hmm. you're in the music industry so but nah for me I'll just make something that's unique to me and if people like it cool if you not that's great if I have a couple of fans because some people say oh, I like your music it's like one or two people I'm like that's, that's cool yeah. I'm not going to now jump on drill and a hundred people say I love your music yeah because it's like that's not what I want to make Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, I just try and keep it true to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I resonate with that. It's yeah. like knowing who you are, knowing who God created you to be, ascribing to be the man of God that He wants us to be, but also in our chosen fields, we all have gifts, abilities, and talents, using them for His glory and continuing to kind of cultivate those gifts. And then we get to a point where we become sort of um, not lackadaisical, but there's a word I'm trying to think of where we just get comfortable mm-hmm. you know whatever we're going to be too comfortable and what we're doing we always want to try and move to that next level but it's not necessarily about what comes with that next level but 
the process of getting to that next level, not trying to remain stagnant, being diligent. The Word of God says a lot about diligence. God knows that this, this journey is going to be tough, full of so many trials and tribulations and seasons where things just aren't going well, things just aren't making sense. You feel like you're doing all the right things, but you're not getting the results that you're necessarily looking for. And it can be so frustrating because you might look at other people like those people that are in the world and it seems like everything's always going well for them. But as a believer, everything seems to be like two, three times harder than than um, than than their situations. And it's, it's difficult because we, we don't know obviously what's going on because you know, social media, everyone's only posting their highlights, people don't post their lowlights. You know, so you never truly know. So, um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm massively, I massively resonate with that and what you're saying. So this kind of leads on perfectly into the topic today, because uh, I remember I said, I said we sent you some of the topics about like, which ones you wanted to choose. You wanna, we want to give it up to you. It's easy for us to come here and just pick a topic and whatever, but we think maybe give you the, the chance to pick, and there was a few that touched in there. Um, but in terms of like unrealistic expectations, mm. when I sent you that and when you responded with that being the one that you thought, what was it about that topic that you thought that that's relevant to, to me, to now, to the situation, to where I'm at, to, to society, to us as young people, to believers, or what, what about it? Um, there, there was something in the brackets. Mm. Um, it was talking about youth, innit? In terms of unrealistic um, pressures put on youth. Young people. Yeah. Um, yo, right. We all know what's happening with or TikTok and whatever, but just in terms of uh, everyone wants to be like a CEO. Yeah. Everyone wants to be a CEO or everybody kind of wants um, yeah, unrealistic goals now because it's like everything happens so fast that like you can get a job as um, a social media manager. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? So, um, it's just the image, isn't it? I feel like the times that we're living in now, you have to be fast, or it's like, you're kind of left behind. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's literally that, like, if you're not, I remember a time, like, let's say, like, 20, early 2010s, mm. like, people, yeah, like, I'm talking about proper guys, yeah, they would, like, their drip was like a night tracksuit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, or it was like a cardigan. Or like a polo shirt or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now that the trip is that you have to have like Dior or Amiri. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have that, but it has to. It can't be like less than a certain amount. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, like why? You know what I mean? But some people have it in a style cool. But it's like everything has to be. Oh, what you're not reaching this. If it's like, it makes sense, but it's just a little bit blurred. That it's like, oh, you look weird, like. Are you wearing Reeboks? Like, well, that's like, okay. You know what I mean? I feel like it's just unrealistic pressures on people. Like, I'll probably say even 16-year-olds, maybe 15. Like, they feel like, nah, I have to do fraud. Like, <laughs> when, they're, when they're like 14, they're like, you know, because for me in secondary school, yeah, it was all about, okay, maybe I like tracksuit. Or maybe true, true religion. Yeah. Maybe as far as, I don't know, Levi's. Yeah. And I was like, no, well, you got a D squared. It used to be D squared hat. And I was kind of moving into college. It was like, oh, you ain't got a D squared hat. Yeah, D squared as well. It's not like people are saying that, but it's like, oh, what? You're still wearing them shoes from like two years ago? Yeah, yeah. Even though yeah. it's preserved nicely. But it's yeah, like, oh, yeah, I've yeah. seen you wear that like 
a good couple times. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? But it's like tracking your movements. You know what I'm saying? Basically, you're back home. Like, what's right. going on? Yeah, we just like, yo, you've won something in a, a, a IG post. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And people see you wearing that constantly. Right. It's like, I'm not a celebrity. You know what I'm trying to say? So it's like, now people, it's just, I think it's just the image thing, man. I think that's the pressures and obviously social anxiety. It's just that's hard. Because I feel like, again, pressures of looking a certain way. Um, they're not following the trends. Obviously, now everyone dresses like rappers. Yeah. Like everyone always has, but obviously rappers now, they're getting millions. Before rappers weren't getting millions. So it's like now the standard is, I feel like the standard is just higher. You know, so, yeah, it's, man. It goes back to what you said, and it goes back to what you guys said about isolation and being in that period, being in that, like in that zone with you and God alone. Because like no. that's when you're not influenced by trends and all that kind no. of stuff. You're not thinking, oh, what's this person thinking? No, because it's just you and God, and you're able to research yourself and do your, have your own time to just find out for yourself what is it that I like personally. Mm. If it's not aligned with what I personally like, they're not going to follow what everyone else is doing. Mm. So like, I definitely hear that. Like fashion trends are so, like. It's, it's crazy. That disco thing, I remember that back in the day. And even now changing my style up to now, like even you guys, like we would we all have our own personal styles and even yeah. changing up our styles to how we are now. Mm-hmm. It's like like bro, it's it's just crazy. It's so different to, to, to what I used to um, to follow and to do. I used to be so influenced by um like what was the um, what was that brand? Was it hype or was it um, what was it Obey? Obey. Oh yeah, my yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone putting Obey hats for like your seven mufty days, and I'm mm-hmm. the only one not having one. I'll be like, oh, just where's your drip? Where's your drip? It's crazy, <laughs> man. I'm missing out. But yeah, man. What you said, what you just said about that individual, that that isolation time with God is so key and so pivotal. Yeah. I feel like every believer at some point either has it or should have it. When I had it, it was the most life-changing experience for me. Yeah. I wasn't talking to nobody. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going nowhere. It happened at a time in COVID when no one was going anywhere, no one was doing anything anyway, so I had no excuse. I, like, my Bible was put, collecting dust in my room, it was there, but I never picked it up, I never read it, I never knew what was in it, I never yeah. took that time. Yeah. It wasn't until I read it, it more highlighted everything that was wrong with me and everything that was right with God. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And I embarked on that journey, and that time of isolation, yeah, it, it formed me, it molded me, it helped me to understand who I am, it helped me to understand all these other things that I was thinking about, worrying about, none of that stuff matters. It doesn't matter what you wear, it doesn't matter like how much money is in your bank account, all of that type of stuff, it's all about loving others. It's about loving God and loving others, and, and loving others in, in very in a variety of ways, giving your time, giving your efforts, whatever it may be, showing love and kindness and compassion to others. And I think these unhealthy um, obsessions that we have with different things, like it is with fashion, is why so many of the young people are growing up right now with social issues. When we come out of a place like um, COVID where people aren't communicating and they're now... We, it, it's never recovered. We haven't recovered from that. No, that, that generation are still struggling, yeah, and the generations to come are, are not knowing how to communicate. Either. Even adults, like, mm-hmm. just massive. Yeah, hundred yeah. um, percent. Everyone was now had, had succumbed to social media in terms of their means of communication, and, yeah. and it's not really used for that anymore. I wouldn't even say social media is a main usage of communication. It's more a business. Social media is a business now, man. Mm-hmm. It ain't about communicating anymore. But these apps, all the updates they make now are for creators. Not for the average consumer, it's for creators, so that they can be able to make more money, so that they can make more money. They realize that, okay, we can capitalize upon this. This is a business. This is a means of financial gain. So we need to ensure that we're taking care of our partners, the people that are making us money, so they can continue to make us more money, so we can make them money. The average consumer, they're not really interested in it. If you look at Snapchat now, there's now paid things you can get on Snapchat now for like creator. And I'm like, what? This app has been out for years, and all of a sudden now, you guys want to start making people pay for it? 
there's a reason for it. Everything is more just like a business. Not everything's about making money. If it's not making money, then people aren't really interested in it. And I think that same attitude is for being followed for the younger generation. You're seeing more and more young kids doing fraud. And I'm like, what? In secondary school, I never really knew what it was. I, I, I didn't. I got a snap up seeing all kinds of stuff. I'm like, whoa, credit cards, you name it. And, and it's a very dangerous game to play. It's a big risk taking money from people, the hard earned money they're making. And yeah. it's, it's, it's nuts. And living life, like living lavish as well with that. Yeah, money, yeah, absolutely. You're living lavish, bro. It's crazy. It's sad. It's, it's, it's really sad. I, I think those, we can even place those on real estate with expectations, I guess, on ourselves. For me, from a sporting point of view, it's very easy to do. I think. Um, in a sport like track, it's so dominated by numbers. You know where you're ranked, you know what you've ranked, you yeah. know where everyone else is ranked. So every time you're in a race, you're given time, so it can be very easy to slip into that place of kind of like comparison and things like that. And I've had to be able to just kind of understand that God has God has me on my path, and that when it's my time, there's no one and nothing that will be able to stop that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I've had to really realize that, because for so long I was thinking that my journey was going to be dictated by what other people do. Do they show up on the day or do I show up on the day? It's like no, when it's when it's God's timing, no one can stop it. If He opens that door, no one can close. No one can close it. And it's kind of realizing that in in, in the process of things. Yeah. I was going to ask Mike if yeah, cool. like, what do you see as like? Okay, cool. So obviously we've touched on comparison. What do you? How are you able to distinguish like inspiration? Like who are your inspirations first of all in music? Um, and how are you able to distinguish you comparing yourself to other people and the numbers and everything like that to actually being inspired by people to make your own sound? Wow. Yeah, that's a good that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, but, um my inspirations, uh, I'll keep it brief. Um Stevie Wonder, wow. me, that's the I'm trying to say Stevie Wonder, obviously Michael Jackson, obviously that's number one. Um obviously Kendrick, like Kendrick Lamar. Um, boy, in the UK, okay, let me go to the UK. For me, I find like I grew up on grime, so, yeah. but, um, I'll probably say, you like, say one record that I've localized. You think thinking? Rich. Rich is not my favorite of you, all time. You know what? Yeah, when I was a kid, I didn't appreciate Wretch as much as I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know same, 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 yeah, yeah. But I knew he was like a borrower, but I didn't know he was like the level. The yeah. Level, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Um, as a kid, it was obviously Chipmunk. Okay, yeah. Chipmunk, yeah, 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 for me in the UK, Chipmunk. But even aside from rap, like just in R&B and even gospel, yeah. I didn't even touch on gospel first, like yeah. Fred Hammond. Okay. I'm just talking about like, but, like the gospel interest. Oh, gospel like, things, yeah. For me, yeah, oh, my brother, just... he showed me Fred Hammond. Yeah. yeah. Like probably at the age of five or whatever. We already listened to him before, but then he showed me Commission. I don't know if you know Commission. You guys, you need to check out Commission. Okay. <laughs> that, that, was, that was the group that Fred Hammond was in before. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm Commission. Yeah. They kind of broke the barrier in terms of like the sound, yeah. the gospel sound in a certain way. And yeah, commissioned their, their life. So it was commissioned, obviously Fred Hammond, um, the Winans. Yeah, CC Winans. I grew up on that. CC yeah. I'm trying to say those early albums. Um, and obviously, who else? I'll probably say there's a group called Anointed. Um, they're very like to the side, but boy. Um, and then um, there was Winans Phase 2, so that's the Winans, their children. Okay, you know, all yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, they, they did one album, but mm. it was enough. So, yeah, that's gospel. And then R&B, like, just 
just old school, like, um, boy, there's a, there's a band called The Gap Band, in it? The Gap Band, Cool and the Gang, um, uh, I want to say Lionel Richie, but obviously he went for certain way in it, um, boy, now I'm forgetting, R&B, yeah, it was like, it was, it was really just Stevie Wonder, MJ, Earthwind and Fire, Cool and the Gang, um, Gap Band, um, there was also a group called um, Shalomar, The Barge, yeah, all of them, like, we grew up on them, so, even New Edition to a certain degree, um, so yeah, with me it's really old school, like, everything was just old school, yeah. and then obviously, um, for myself, uh, now, uh, what changed it for me was like, I heard Montel Fish probably when I was in college, mm. but even before him, it was just like, uh, it was just Kendrick, and it was just Kendrick and J. Cole, mm. and then, um, boy, um, I didn't even, for me, Jay-Z was, I thought it was a little bit like the Illuminati and all that stuff. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 was, I wasn't too sure, but later on, I, I went back and I was like, you know what, like, in terms of his art of lyricism, I have to take a couple notes in it. Him and Nas, I was like, yeah, I've got to take a couple notes. So it was Jay-Z, um, obviously Tupac, Biggie, and that was just the lyricism mm. I took. And then, um, yeah, from the UK, it was just Getz or Ghetto. Yeah. And then School Child, it was um, Rich. Um, I listened to Dizzy's first album because he produced that in school. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By himself. By himself. Yes. So I was like, yeah, I've got to take a leaf out of that. And then someone called um, Cass is Dead. He's he's weird with it. He's weird. He's weird, but he's crazy. He's crazy. Um, So, yeah. Not even going to, I can go into it deep, but yeah, those are my, my early inspirations. Yeah. And then, yeah, man. Like, from there, I feel like, it was, I was like, what's Like, how do you, like, distinguish you comparing yourself to other artists to not actually making your own sound and being inspired to walk in your own sound yeah that was hard because at first i sounded like big yeah no not like fully but it was in terms of like the cadence a little bit but it was just like i was doing this lazy type of flow yeah because for good i started writing obviously in school i was freestyling whatever but i started actually writing in 2017 when i started college so i went to like Billy's house, um, started writing, then I went on my own, and I kept writing and writing, but I never recorded anything, so I didn't hear myself. So I'm now rapping to my brother, and he's like, you know what, yeah, they're not sounding good, yeah, but if, if you sound like anybody, it sounds like Biggie. So just kind of like, make it your own, yeah. but also still take inspiration in terms of the flow, breathing patterns and all that stuff, so. I took that, then I started to sound a little bit like, um, uh, let's sound like, I started to sound a little bit like, let me say, not Nas, let me say Jay, I started to do Jay-Z's, um, it's called triplet flow, like you do like a triplet flow. I started to do that. Like, what, what's the triplet flow? It's like, ah, uh, I see you're gonna do that, you're trying to make me demonstrate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be real, I don't know what that is either, so. Well, I'm gonna have to articulate it. I'm gonna have to. Um, break it down, break it down for us. I don't even have a lyrics even. But it's like, it's just double time. Alright. I don't know, because I could use drums, but then that's. 
that's another thing. Um, yeah, it's just like kind of just double time. It's like saying your words, like, but you know, Buster Rhymes. Oh yeah, you yeah. know what I'm trying to say. Like, oh, I see. Yes, you might, yes. You might even do quadruple flow. Wow. Yeah. You might even do quadruple, but yeah, like triplet is like. Did it, did it, did it, like that. I started doing that. Right. And so it started to come right. together. And then I was like, that's why with some of my tracks, I started doing that. But I'm like, you know what? Let me just ease up. Because obviously, in today's music, it's like, when you start delving into that too much, it's like, people don't really want to hear. They want to consume things in a very like packaged way. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of stopped doing that. And then, Obviously COVID, when COVID hit, I started going into the studio, I finished with college, I started um, hopping back on my producing flex and then I started writing even more, I started recording more, heard myself and I was like, yeah, I've got to, I've got to try and do something different. So then there's an older that I know from way back and he was like, yo, you got to try your breathing pattern, like try breathe a certain way. I started copying his his flow a little bit, but then I was like, nah, let me relax, let me relax. And then I started the out of pocket sort of thing. So you know what out of pocket is when you're like, in terms of music, you know when people rap like off time? Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I started yeah. doing that. And then I started to mold the way I start, I guess, rap now. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like obviously, on the come up, I'm hearing certain people from the UK, for example, like Dave, um uh who else? Um I mean you guys can name a few in it. Like in the UK, like, I'd probably say in twenty nineteen, who do you think was like coming up? Say like Rostack. Mm-hmm. Rostack. That's like a day for probably the main guys, yeah. Yeah. Apart from because Jay Huss, he's on his own island. Like, I'm talking about like the general Yeah, I mean yeah, like Dave Mostack. Obviously Fredo, but he's on his own island as well. Yeah. Um, I'm losing it now, and I used to know every. Yeah, I'm Because with me, I don't even listen to rap like that. Um, nah, yes. I yeah, a, lot of, a lot of rappers have left my mind. I can't lie. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I used to rinse Dave, J House, and Mostak like back in the day. Other than that, I can't remember. I'm retro too, of course. Other than that, I can't think of any UK rappers I used to. Was it 19 or Storms he blew up? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know what, actually, Stormzy, he blew up in like 2015. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut yeah, up, like, 2015, yeah, yeah. Even Zoe from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, like days. He had everyone in the red. In the red. And he had Bro, it was nuts. Yeah, I've never oh, seen anything like it. Everyone needed They called it the Stormzy jacket, the red yeah, Stormzy jacket. Yeah. Like, people had it. Yeah, it was like, nuts. And the superstars as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone started. Even everyone was superstars. Yeah. Yeah. I bought the blue ones up like, Yeah, the black ones, black leather ones, the white and blue ones. Man, yeah, yeah. I needed those. It, it hit, it hit different, man. So yeah, I'll probably say yeah. Like you said, Stormzy. Um, yo, who else? I'm thinking. Uh, I had someone's. I mean, Grime, Grime, Grime artist. Oh. Even with Grime, Grime wasn't dead. It wasn't dead. Like Chip brought it back. To be wrong, I'll be wrong. Um, but there was one artist where I was like, I'm kind of like. He's in my sights a little bit, but I'll probably say okay. H. Now you guys know H. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, okay, he's doing what I kind of want to do in terms of the freestyles. He's got. I had like flows, so I had a couple flows that I had in my bag. I was like, yeah, I can do that. Mm-hmm. And I heard him. I was like, you know what? He's actually. Flow. 
okay, I'm gonna have to change this up a little bit and whatever. Um, so from there, I already knew what I wanted to do in terms of my sound. So I was like, my sound's sorted, but I need my cadence and my lyricism to be sorted out. So what separates me from people? Um, obviously being a Christian, I am gonna talk about that. But then also, um, aside from that, if I'm talking about my own issues, what is my life story? How how is that different from anybody else? Mm -hmm. You get what I'm trying to say? I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just lay it bare, and I haven't laid it bare fully, but I'm gonna. Is that on the way? That's on the way. That's uh, the new thing. Let's go. The new thing. That's more like I'm I'm not introducing myself as a Christian, but I'm more like no, like the the hook, is there, and mm -hmm. it's there. So, and obviously I'm singing on that, one. and also I I don't sing. <laughs> that's, that's, that's but I do melodies, isn't it? Okay, okay. So I'm like, okay, that separates me from like a couple of artists. Maybe Abracadabra, he obviously does the singing thing as well, but um, I can do I can do that as well. So on this one, that's the first time I'm really singing, like, you know what I'm trying to say? As well as the. Now I'm talking about. Even with. Okay, even with this track that's coming out, yeah, and the verses I'm doing whatever, but the hook. I'm like, God needs to heal the land, basically. Wow. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah. I'm like, nah. I think at the time that I wrote it, I was like, it's called Breathe Again. Mm. So I'm like, we need to breathe again, innit? Basically. Yeah. But spiritually and all of that, I was like, yo, this one's the one. But then I, I wrote God Sees. So I wrote God Sees, and that's the second, that's pretty much the second part to Breathe Again. And that's when I was like, yeah, this is the one. And I'm talking about everything from COVID to this is a different song or a different part of the song this is a different song oh cool cool cool, cool, cool. Good season. i was like yeah this is the one because yeah. Uh, yeah 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 when you guys <laughs> hear that one now i'm excited one, but I'm, I'm excited in terms of distinguishing myself i'm just like look i've got my own sound i've kind of packed in how i write i write differently anyway but just in terms of my cadence and um how i string lyrics together i'm still trying to pack that down fully because I do different flows on different tracks in it, so mm -hmm. I can't um, speci specify one, but in terms of um, not signing like other people, I'll just say, yo, this, my, the way I produce my tracks anyway, that separates myself. So I feel like that's going to separate me. Um, and I'm obviously into songwriting, so I'm going to songwrite for, for other people as well. Yeah, that's good, yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, so like multifaceted, in a way, like yeah. you produce for others, you write songs for others, you produce your own stuff, you write your own songs, yeah. and recording. I'm like, trying, man. How are you able to I'm break trying. the, having something available to you that is in the comfort of your home can sometimes make you a bit too com comfortable, comfortable, complacent, get some artists, they like the the process of leaving their house to go to the studio mm -hmm. with that intent. But when you have it at home, it's like, oh, it's at home, I'll do it later, and then before you know it, you've never done it. Mm -hmm. Were you, do you just find it easy to just be able to just go in there and, 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 and jump in? Did you ever have anything about overcoming that, oh, that complacency and that, oh, it's, it's very readily available, so maybe I'll do it here or there type thing? Mm -hmm. Like, if I had a gym at home, I don't know. And if, if I have a home workout to do, I'll do it. No, I'll, you, I'll do it. It's, it's not a case of me not doing it, but you just delay it by yeah. an hour or two because it's like, oh, I'm at home and like, the environment that I'm going to do it isn't going to change. You separate so, workouts. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, how were you able to, because you have it so close to home, being in your home, how did you...? Um, obviously, 
the studio is my brother's in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So respectfully, I'm gonna ask him, be like, oh, I'm going to the kind of the studio, and then he'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah or no, nah, nah, I'm gonna use it. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing that will stop me from going. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. Okay. Like, if, if it wasn't, I'm not saying if it wasn't for him, but obviously he's the middleman in it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if it's just me in the studio, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Like I'll definitely just go in, do four hours, maybe five, mm-hmm. and then yeah, I'll never delay it. Nah, so nah, nah. Even with uh, working out, I've got not a home set up, but I'll probably say a bench and a dumbbell. Like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I just go in there. I'm like, yeah, every morning, just do my workout. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. Because for me, like, if music is it's not life, but if it's um, a passion, there's no excuse in it. Well, no, it's good. That's it. That's it. That's it. In terms of, I've got two questions collaborations and album. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I've asked you about this before. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember your response, so I'm asking you again. More so in terms of that, I've never asked you about collaborations. How do you, for you as an artist, in terms of how you see collaborations, are you, are you in that place where you're not doing them currently, or you're doing a few, or how, how do you see it as? Is, is this something you think you'll do a lot? Some artists do more than others. Some do barely any. Some do none, none at all. Mm-hmm. How do you see it in terms of what you want to do? Is it something? Do you have to feel like the song itself that you're collaborating on is? is um, respective of your views, values, understandings, mm-hmm. messages that you're trying to portray at that time or at the moment, mm-hmm. or will you just come on and do a da 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 like, uh, what's, your, what's your view on, on, on that? Wow, that's a good question. Um, I think you have, to, you have to set your standards in it, because if you don't set nothing, then people are just going to be like, ah, cool, you're with it, it. So, um, my collaboration, I think my first collaboration, I don't know if you heard, um, I think it's called International or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did one remix, it's called Sodium Lamp. Had to, had to even scrap that. I was like, yo, he should probably just scrap that, but he, he uploaded it. Mm-hmm. That was my first collaboration. And then I uh, featured on his album. Um, yeah, for me, I just spoke what I spoke. Like, um, I think it was called Blow My Covers or something. That was one of the songs that I was speaking about. Um, I was speaking about pastors. Um, oh, should I even go into that? It's kind of deep. Um, not taking money out of the pot, but it means one thing for the, sh- the sheep and another thing for them. <clears throat> so that was on blowing my covers. And mm-hmm. So I'm basically going to always speak my truth. Not my truth, speak the truth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? And um, what was that one? I think it was called Drone. I was talking about uh, just being on your phone too much, innit? <laughs> that's yeah, a good one, man. I was like, just being on your phone too much, I think that's good. Um, what's the, that's the hook? Uh, I've got to be a ship, nah, that's, that's the verse. I wish I had need a sheep. New drums, you know, I can't remember the hook, you know, but I'm like, where the phone keeps me knee deep, basically, innit? You get me in the night, yo. The phones, you know when like you get the, at the end of the week it says, oh yo, you got like seven hours screen time, yeah, yeah, yeah. like eight hours. Yeah. It's embarrassing, man. So it's like, yeah. it's, embarrassing. it's like, nah, man. Like, there's more, like, in life, if you really break it down, like seven hours, like, in a week, or just in general, like, that's crazy. So I'm like, it's taken over. It's taken over, so... 
in terms of just saying what I have to say with collaborations, I want to say what I have to say in terms of the truth and when I'm speaking about my values in it. Yeah. As being a Christian, I'm always going to do that. Um, and yeah, pretty much it. Yeah. So if someone's, if someone is, if you're going to invite someone onto a track with you, mm. is it this, you, it's, it's going to be someone that you feel can bring value to that track or someone that you feel that their voice or their style would suit this track and can be beneficial to it type of thing? Definitely. Definitely. Like, if there was one guy that I had from early, like, I think 2020, I put him on a track. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's called Saturn. Mm -hmm. It was, oh, it was, a, it was a good track, but it's not going to get released. Um, I was like, yo, this is it. And obviously he's a Christian as well. Mm -hmm. So that's the only time I've asked somebody to be on my track. Mm -hmm. Besides that, nah, I don't produce for anybody else anyway. So, mm -hmm. but people asking me, um, obviously my last two singles, uh, wavy, wavy, it was like, okay, you got the hip hop thing, lockdown, low fire sort of, I'm like, okay, cool. But then I, I still said what I said. Yeah. I said, yeah, I'm talking about girls. I'm like, yeah, I can't be wrong with the one, da, 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 but I was still like, what chasing girls has led me to. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm not trying to chase, I'm saying, I can't be latched to a being. I'm chasing God, sort of thing. Yeah. Like, chasing God, not latched to a being. Mm. That's one of the, the verses. So I was like, nah. Nah, I'm gonna say what I have to say, Melanie as well. I'm like, I'm trying to speak to her about Christ and I get the cold shoulder like, because that's how it's been. It's like, I'm trying to speak to you about God. And it's like, oh, mm -hmm. and now it's not what it is anymore. Mm -hmm. So that I'm gonna always say what I have to say. Mm -hmm. And even with him, I'm not, I don't think he's a Christian, um, but he still put it out. Mm, mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm always gonna say what I have to say. Um, so what I'll say is make sure you let people know your values before you hop on the track. Yeah. Because then they're gonna be like, okay, we can just do whatever in it. Because mm, mm. they'll be like, oh, you know, you chat about girls. They might have heard one one song where I'm just chatting about whatever relationships have. You know, yeah, you chat about girls. So you yeah, hop on this thing, and they'll be like, uh, and it's all jumpy, and I'm like, I could supply you a verse to this, but then. Where's that leading me? What path is that leading me down? Yeah. So I'll be like, nah, you know, mm. it's cool. Mm -hmm. And I could even elevate my career. Mm. Definitely, I've had a couple where it's like, oh, I could do that, but nah. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, just set your standards, really. I hear it. That's yeah. Now, from an album point of view, mm. or even an extended project, extended play, where are you at with that? Are you more just singles at the moment, or are you trying to build up to sort of that kind of thing? I know that when you're just starting out, you just want to get music out in the form of singles, just mm. to get music out. Mm. Boy, I'm gonna be real with you guys, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yo, in terms of fans, you need fans. Mm. You need fans, like nobody, if you, want, if you actually want, if you want to listen to me, because there are other me, it's not in terms of exactly what I do, but everybody raps in it. Yeah. Mm. I'm gonna tell you, like, if I was singing, I think things would be a little bit, they'll be going a little bit quicker. Yeah. yeah, because with singing, not everybody can sing. No, yeah. I mean, you can try and do the auto tune, whatever, but again, how many people do auto tune? Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? So, if I was singing, like really singing, then cool. That's why I mix it. But with the rapping, like everybody raps. So, right now it's tough, and I'm still trying to 
find the fans. I'm still getting a lot of people like, yo, 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 yo do my other bar. As you can see, um, it's not where it needs to be in it. You get what I'm So I can't release a project. I want to release projects because I've got bare, but mm. I just can't. I have to keep releasing singles. Yeah. yeah. In terms of like shows, performances, there's loads of different Christian um, organizations, corporations, like there's one called Alive Vision and things like that. They, they, they have these Christian arts, they put events out for these guys to go and like um, present themselves. Would you do those sort of things um, to kind of like grow the fan base? You know what? Maybe I'm on to you. I don't know. I don't ever want to like use like Christians for monetary gain, man. It's, uh, it's so. I don't know what's. It's not. I don't know, man. With me, I'm just like. I can't. That's why even the Christian rap name, I'm like, I'm like nah, I don't even know. Because it's like, oh yeah, I'm a Christian rapper. And it's just like. I don't want to use Christians for monetary gain. That's why I try to keep it so away. So it's like, if you're a Christian, you hear my, you know, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. But uh, I would attend those events. Um, but I want to make sure my mind is right. Right. That's all. Like, yeah. I wanna, I'll definitely do that. You know what I mean? Because why not? I've got so many freestyles just based on, even the one that, the one that I did on my open mic, that was straight. When was that? Oh, the open mic. Oh, I did that low key, man. I'm, I'm so weird. <laughs> What's that? I never heard about that. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm so mysterious, man. I just, I'll just get on the train. I'm like, I'm going and I'll just do whatever. But yeah, that was like, what, end of July? I think it was end of July. Mm. Man. That was my story as well. I was like, yo, let me just do the tangent. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Oh, how was that? That sounds what? crazy. Well, where was that? What was the venue? Like a... It was um called, I think it was called Word Mike Soul or something like that. Word Soul something. I yeah. mess up because I, I don't want to shout him out. Yeah. But yeah, I went there. That was in, I think, it was near like Wolf and Soul Central. So I want to say what, like Old Street? It was near Old Street. Yeah. I got up in there. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm getting a Bible. You're smelling the beer and that. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me just do my yeah. whatever. Mm hearing bare people and then I go up and I'm like okay cool I do um you know the COB freestyle I don't know if you heard of it the one that COB he sounds familiar yeah 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 because yeah. you know, even that freestyle there I just whipped it on Spotify quickly I've not done too much promotion yeah I was like boom let me do this one mm -hmm. people were feeling it and then I was like you know what let me let me do the, the freestyle now so now I'm doing a freestyle. Um, actually, I want to remember the lyrics, man. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say that. Um, I said something about um, the flesh gets the lotion, and that the spirit doesn't get some, something like that. And then I said, disease, murder, refusal of emotion. The wisest man who hates God is handled all the fame. Said something like that. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Uh, <laughs> I, I wish I could remember the like this is my freestyle, I did it straight from the dome, but I was like, Yeah. Um You say this one was on Spotify? Nah now nah, the COB one's on Spotify. Okay. But that one's even more like that's again like a go or whatever. Yeah. Um but this one I wanna, I wanna remember the freestyle. I wanna like the last couple bars it was like um 
Successes. They just kept going. 
even when it got hard, they kept going. They got themselves out of that hard place and they kept going. Like you, I think you're most people are a lot closer to their blessing than they realize. They just stop a bit too early. Yeah. You know, they get frustrated with their loss and they think, oh, rather than me having to look stupid and the fact that oh, it hasn't gone the way I wanted, why don't I just cut it down? Right. It's just like, nah, man, get used to looking stupid. Like, yeah. Business. Yeah. Get used you have to, to make mistakes. You can speak into that, yeah. Early on, I was looking some type of way in terms of like it wasn't really popping for me. Mm. You know when people can see, oh, this person isn't sharing it, a lot of people are not sharing, whatever. And it's like, you look a certain way in it. So at that point, I was like, oh, you know, maybe I should quit, because maybe this is corny. Yeah. yeah. Maybe look corny. Because to put yourself out there in music, you're kind of vulnerable in it. Like, yeah. I'm using my voice. I'm not really that guy in terms of, I'm going to just stay in the car, I'm going to be low-key. So if I'm now going out and on social media, putting my face out and all of that stuff, freestyling, and it's like, that's vulnerable, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So that's vulnerability. So it's like, at first it was it was hard because I felt like, oh, this is corny. Because I just want to just bake off and just kind of like, get off Instagram. I deactivated my Instagram account for like three years. Wow. So when I came back and it was all about music, I was thinking, hey, everyone's ready. Everyone's ready for me. They heard me freestyle back in school. To get this straight, yeah. No, after school, nobody cares, innit? <laughs> nah, that's, that's been <laughs> I thought, yo, yeah, people are ready to hear me freestyle, because, nah, like, I think first year of college, I think there was like a snap story of me and Biggie, whatever, and I would freestyle, and people like, oh, yeah, this is cold, whatever. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking back to those days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. cares nah. now, like, nah, that's just the truth. No one cares. Mm. You have to make them care. And if they see you with some clout, then they're going to be like, okay, you know, yeah, yeah, they might share you or whatever. Or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. As long as it looks good on them. Not everybody, some people just, they don't know how to show love. Yeah. They don't know how to support. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? So that's, so that's just, you have to go through that stage of looking back. Like, let's say, let's say with you, for example, let's say you get to a job now. And they're like, oh, what, did I just see you about that month? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> But let's say you're hopping off the bus, let's say local. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, oh, you just came up to 500. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's good to see you. And then they'll go chat to someone. Oh, I just saw him come off the floor. Yo, like, he's still taking a bus, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. everyone's at a different stage in their life. Yeah, yeah. You know, say. Even people that gossip, they're working out whatever they're working out. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, it's not even personal, but it's just where you're at. It's not forever, isn't it? Mm, it's not forever, and obviously, you've got like blessings. People think blessings is money, yeah, or like, oh, I've now got a new house, or yeah, a mortgage, or whatnot. Like, blessings is obviously spiritual blessings as well. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if I now get more faith, I get even more patience. Mm-hmm. I used to be very impatient, mm. I'm still impatient, but I used to be impatient in terms of um, I'll get angry easily, mm. and now I'm like. I'm not going to let anger consume my energy. Mm. Like, if we have this, I get annoyed, but I hardly get angry. Mm. So, stuff like that. If I now react to certain things a certain way now, I thank God. I'm like, you know what? I'm happy because that's a blessing. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. So, yeah, stuff like that, man. I just, I thank God even now my journey of music. If that don't pop off, I'm good. Honestly, like, I'll still make it in the background, but I'm good because. My journey is not actually music. Mm. Like, we're all, I don't know if you heard the word sojourner. 
No, I'm searching on whatever. I'm mm. like traveling, like journey, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, jet, that's one of my. Uh, I've even given away my title for one of my EPs. So. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just threw it in there, man. Just threw it in there. There's a book called Pilgrim's Progress. Mm. Don't know if you should read it. I should read it even. My sister, even she's inspirational, isn't it? She's yeah. inspirational. I get onto her a lot, but she was like, "You gotta read the book." But in your sojourner, that means you're in a land where you're not, you're not, you don't belong. You're foreigner. Yeah. Mm. That's who we are as Christians. Mm. Mm. We don't belong here. Mm. My journey is not about music. Yeah. Mm. I'm just doing music because. I'm like, I've got a message, I know certain things. Mm. So I'm gonna just put out and I, I like music, I've got a sound, I've got an ear for music called. You were given the gift as well, so you know. I don't even know about that. <laughs> I, I hope so, but yeah. naturally I'm not talented in music, I'm mm. real. Like I just worked kinda hard at it. Yeah. I think I'm talented with um with writing. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I write scripts as well, but mm. yeah. with music it's more just the ear, whatever, but like my gift maybe is just be the messenger, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. just a message. Just, I'll give you wisdom, you just do that. And use your platform to share my gospel. Mm-hmm. And not just in a general sense, like, really share my gospel. Mm-hmm. Not just say what sounds right on the day. Talking about the last days. If I talk about the last days, now I talk about, yeah, God is going to judge the unjust. Mm-hmm. People don't want to hear that. <laughs> they're they're going to be like, nah, like, so I've been in debt for 10 years. I want to hear about, yo, when's my next blessing, really? When's, when's God going to take me out of this? I need, da, da, da. but what you need is not money. Mm. You need strength. Mm. It was 10 years. Mm. So for me, I'm like, I'm trying to be a true saint. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's Amen. it. Amen. Amen. Nah, it's a perfect place to look at as well, man. Just leaving it on that, we're trying to be sent, you know. Nah, it's been a blessing. We really hope you guys have enjoyed listening to this. It's been fun having this conversation as it always is. This is one of those that could go on for eight, ten hours, man. Just on the dark, you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to keep it nice and light for you guys, give you guys some things to think about. Mono, the steward, well, um, thank you so much for coming on, Mike. We really appreciate it. you jumping on, man. Um, we really, really appreciate it. It's been a blessing. And um, we'll be following your journey. That, that song, we're looking look forward to hearing all of your music, all the stuff to come, and we're going to continue to follow the journey um, as we embark on this journey together as believers, man. We're all on a different journey, we're on our different paths, but when our paths can connect, like, like today, it's always a blessing, so we, we thank God for that. Um, so, yeah, no, on that note, unless you have anything else to say, JT, Mike, I'm, I'm done. No, that's all for me, man. I'm out. I'm yes, out. Sir, I'm out. Take care, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you guys in the next one. God bless.